0: Cosmo Crash. You open your eyes. You seem to remember falling from a great distance, but right now you find yourself in a familiar place. Uh, Cosmo, this is a place that is comforting to you. Uh, you uh, are in a bed and it, it's like warm and cozy and you look um, to your side and you see a window overlooking Castle One. Uh, what do you see outside that window?
1: I, I I probably see like there's a lot of, um uh, uh, it's a busy street, like mm. this particular uh, this, uh, this bedroom that I'm in is kind of like uh, nestled above like a raucous bar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fabulous.
0: Yeah. Um, I think uh, yeah, you're definitely like down the street from the barracks. Um <laughs> yes, absolutely.
1: No question.
0: <laughs> Fabulous. Um yeah, you still hear the noise. Like it's it's seems like it's pretty early in the morning. People are getting started, but you can hear um the mining vehicles firing up, um, getting ready to go to a day of work. You hear people outside, and then um you turn and you see someone standing in the doorway of this small uh bedroom looking at you uh who is this person
1: yeah her name is uh cassandra um she's been um you know a, a, a confidant a, a good friend of mine she has um uh like short brunette hair uh, uh she uh, she's pretty tall uh like surprisingly mm. tall um uh, uh she herself is like you know she's got a uh, uh, cargo vest uh, uh she looks like she is ready to it's almost like uh she's ready to go out and pickpocket a bunch of people <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: another we, lovable scamp
1: <laughs> uh, exactly uh she uh, she and i both kind of uh, uh we both uh that's kind of how we met you know Back alleyways of, of uh, uh, just random networks of, of random people, and she's become a very uh, a very important person to me. Um, we, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, we've just, um, it, nothing's ever you know uh, uh, gone one direction or the other, but it's always been ambiguous. You know,
0: you mm, know. Yeah.
1: I do know, I do know. Yeah.
0: Uh, she looks at you and she sort of smiles.
1: Cosmet, darling. We are going to need to find you somewhere to stay. I don't particularly see anything wrong with me. just staying here indefinitely, but I suppose it is your place. It's not really my place to say anything. So
0: uh, she sort of gets over and like kind of like uh, uh, just like sits down on the edge of the bed and just sort of uh, looks at you. Do you plan on doing any work today, or are you just gonna be
1: laying around? I mean, do you have? Is this an opportunity? Like, are you, are you offering me something? Or uh, what's the deal? Because I uh, I could get up to something, but, you know, if uh, if you also just wanted to stay in today, I'd be fine with that.
0: Um, and uh, she puts down, like, this uh, mug of coffee on the bedside table and sort of leans over you. Now, what would we get up to
1: stuck in bed all day long? I bet we could figure it out. You know, play by (laughs) ear. We've been one, you know, we've we've figured it out before. Oh, Cosmo. You've been
0: in a terrible accident. You've been in a terrible accident, Cosmo.
1: What? Can you hear me? (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Cass, what are you doing? What's wrong? Nothing, babe. Let's stay in bed. Uh, yeah, what... Well, well, what were you saying just now? What was that, Cosmo? Go ahead and read a bad situation. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, ooh, that's plus my sharp, right? Ah, uh, yes. That's an eleven.
0: An eleven? I believe on eleven you can hold three.
1: Uh yes, that is correct. Um, <clears throat> uh, I can ask uh, one of the or three of these. What? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? You look
0: past Cassandra at the room and it sort of like starts to fade away in some Mm -hmm. parts. You see like shadows starting to like kind of creep into the frame of this picture. And then you look above Cassandra's head and you see this like kind of harsh fluorescent light blaring down on you that wasn't there before. And then you start to feel this pain creeping in all over your body. You don't think you're really where you think you are.
1: What's the biggest threat?
0: Um this pain is getting more and more intense and you sort of taste in the back of your mouth something uh, uh, uh it's sort of like if, if you've ever had um like really strong Vicodin or like painkillers when you're like in the hospital and you can kind of taste it.
1: Yeah. You yeah. feel
0: that, and you feel like it's kind of like wearing off, and that's why you're feeling the pain setting in.
1: Okay. Um, what's my best way out? Um,
0: you're going to have to sort of abandon this safe space that you've created. You're going to have to let Cassandra go.
1: Um, I, uh... Okay. I, I take a look at, at, at Cassandra and I you know, I meet her eye to eye and I, I, I lean up out of bed for a second and I uh, I look just right past her um, and yeah. I say you know on second thought love um, maybe we should go we should um we should get up to something. Uh, I think, I think there's a whole lot of trouble to be had today.
0: And as you say that, this image kind of fades away, um, almost like someone poured water over it and disturbed the picture.
1: For a split second, uh, Cosmo like kind of reaches out instinctively to try and like keep her from um, like disappearing. uh,
0: And you do feel something. Your hands close around another hand, um, but you can immediately tell that this is not Cassandra. And as this image sort of breaks apart, you find yourself staring up in a hospital bed. Uh, You see monitors all around you beeping and buzzing, and um, an unfamiliar face is kind of looking at you holding your hand. Cosmo? Cosmo, can you hear me? You've been in a terrible accident. Cosmo? Uh,
1: Cassandra, what's... What's going on? What? What? Happened? No,
0: Cosmo. I'm Doctor Lovehand. Um, Cosmo, you feel this pain all over, and you go to try to move, and like you can't move your body.
1: What? Uh, what what's wrong? With, what's wrong with me? What, what's happening?
0: What's? Well, that's, we're trying to figure out. Uh, you are on the humanity. We so. picked you up from Moon Scab Base. Do you remember this? You called us, Cosmo. I.
1: Yeah, I. Uh, no, I was. I was on. I was on the decision maker. It was. No, it was. We were just. I was with. I was with Kenneth. We were. We were. That's all over now.
0: A, a team retrieved you from uh, the base. You're safe now.
1: I, no, I, I. But I'm. I'm. I'm supposed to. Wait, we're supposed to. No, we were doing something. Cosmo, I need you to calm down. All right. Well, but we. No, no, no. Where. Where. Where is everyone? Where's. Where's Sloan? Where.
0: Mr. Harper wants to have a few words with you. If you're up to talking with him, I'm going to patch him through. And when you feel like you've had too too much, you let me know, and we'll put you back to sleep, all
1: right? Uh, Yeah, yeah. You're you're
0: very weak right now, Cosmo. It's very important that you don't overexert yourself.
1: All right, fine, put him through. I don't... uh, uh, Whatever.
0: Sure, I don't... (sighs) Uh, you hear like a beep um, come over the room and like sort of like static And you hear the voice of Elijah Harper um, Head of Harper and Sons How's our best patient doing?
1: Hello sir Well um uh, Quite the welcome wagon Cosmo we look after our own
0: First time for everything I suppose Cosmo I need you to tell me what happened on that base. What were you doing there?
1: Uh, I was, um, it was just a, you know, kind of a routine, like a, a, a pillage, like a loot. We were uh, we were showing up just to gather some intel and get some get some information, maybe some extra coin while we were there. But um, What about Dr. Krell, Cosmo? Do you remember Dr. Krell? Oh, I remember
0: Dr. Krell. He took something really important off that base, Cosmo. Do you remember what he did with it?
1: No, but uh, I really,
0: really want to ask him. And you might have the chance to do so. We have him in custody right now, but what we need to know is did he
1: give that sphere to anyone? I didn't see anything. All right. Very interesting. Is that... Would that be like a manipulate someone?
0: Yeah, or? I think that's definitely a manipulate someone.
1: <laughs> um, uh, yeah, because uh, it's it's all coming back to Cosmo. Okay, cool, um, cool, cool, cool. Uh, but uh, in the, it, this is all what comes back to Cosmo in this order. Um, yeah. What happened to him? What he saw with Dr. Krell? And then his relationship with Harper and Sons. <laughs> I'm fabulous. Um... Uh, oh, fuck, that's a a seven. All right, they'll
0: do it, but you're going to have to do something to prove you mean it. Cosmo, this is a matter of the utmost import. I need you to make very sure you did not see Dr. Krell give a sphere to anyone.
1: With respect, sir, I was... A little busy doing a swan dive three stories straight down through an elevator shaft. So, if you'll forgive my preoccupation, I am afraid my memory's a little fuzzy right now. Who sent you on this mission? It was, uh, you know, Captain Yannis. I've been touring around with, with him. And for where I- did Yannis get the job? I believe the exact phrase was it "was it a need-to-know basis, and we didn't need to know. <laughs> All
0: right, Cosmo. Listen, we're trying to give you the best medical attention in the void right now, but I'm going to need you to sign off on something before we can continue with the procedure. Now, I guess you're not going to be quite able to sign anything right now, so a verbal confirmation will do just fine. What do you need to do? I just need to know that you were on Moonscab Base on your own volition, and none of the actions you did there had anything to do with Harper and Sons. What are you going to do to me? A simple yes or no will suffice.
1: Yes, I acted of my own volition on Moonscab Base. Harper and Sons had nothing to do with it.
0: And to your knowledge, Harper & Sons has no affiliation whatsoever with HAL, aka the Human Advocacy League.
1: Never heard of it.
0: You have never met my younger brother, Ezekiel Harper.
1: (sighs) No, not once.
0: Good job. I think, uh, we're looking at a future Employee of the Month at Harper & Sons, aren't we? I assume that means that you've got work for me. Oh, yes. You see, we tracked down your friend, um, Sloane and that, uh, Voidforged, Maeve. And we're gonna need you to bring them in once right as rain. They're still alive. Barely. You can handle that, can't you, Cosmo? We just need to tie up all these loose ends.
1: Yeah, um... I'm a professional, that's what
0: I do. All right. Well, I'm gonna go have a chat with our Dr. Krell and just make sure that his story aligns with yours. But until then, get some sleep, Cosmo. And um, you feel the doctor sort of affixing something over your face and air being, like, kind of pumped into you as you drift off into oblivion, uh, we sort of pan up from your face and we see the rest of your body is missing. And just all these mechanical pieces are slowly being attached to what remains of your torso. (sighs) And that's where we'll leave you, Cosmo. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you, ter- you turned me into a robot. you fucking kidding me. <laughs> Technically, I turned you into a cyborg. <laughs> well, no, you, can, you can cyborg fuck yourself. No, why not? You uh, Darth Vadered me. Uh, we'll catch you next time. <laughs> yeah. I didn't sign up for this.